Welcome to Hop Heroes, where we talk about nerd culture, storytelling, myth-making, alcoholic beverages, and the underbelly of the dirty city we live in. This week on Hop Heroes. Got on the couch, found it, brought it down, and then chewed it to bits. <laughs> like man. a fucking power move. Like he literally was like, this is my controlling device, I will destroy it. <laughs> so I don't have any way to stop him from doing this. But who could have done it better? That's well, like, that's the thing. I mean, my, my argument, was, which is always my argument, is Ryan Gosling. Uh, he did no. it. He did it in Drive. Uh, just saying. God, you you bring up Drive in every. You find a way. Yep. There's a doctor in there or whatever, like setting it up, and then there's like this former Imperial standing there. And he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. You got this." He just walks away while this guy's <laughs> under this fucking laser. While his brain is getting yeah, scrambled. Yeah, it's like nobody's yeah. gonna supervise it. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to another edition of Hop Heroes, the show where we talk about our favorite drinks and our favorite heroes. I am your host, Jordan Arith, and with me is always the talented artist and the comic enthusiast, J.R. Gonzalez. Sup, Jordan? Come on down, J.R. How are we today? Ooh, I'm doing good. Um, it was fun getting here. We got an accident because people can't drive us on Zach. That was always fun. Just stuck on the freeway. Yeah, it starts to rain and... People that live in it their entire lives can't another. figure it out. Yeah, it's so. kind of weird because it rains so often here, you would think that uh, <laughs> yeah. they would figure that out. Um, but, um, yeah, it's been it's been great. You know, uh, this week's been great. Family times. It's Easter, you know, so a lot of family yeah. get together. So Are you a big Easter family? We're not a big, Is that like a big holiday for Easter you? family, but I think now that Ender's here, for some reason, people want to get together. For some reason. They got to see the kid for some for reason. Some so, for some reason, I don't know. <laughs> Zach, would you sit down? You're making me nervous. <laughs> I don't know. I just pacing feel, I feel like room, this, this, I just realized how distance. long this cord is, and like how, much how it grow. affords me so much more room for activity. You know, <laughs> we gotta get him a shortened cord. Yeah. <laughs> we gotta shorten that cord. He's got too much range. <laughs> Our third host, Zach Barlow. How you doing, kid? I'm good, man. I'm good. How are you? I'm good, man. You, you, sir. Yeah. You, sir. Let's see the. Let's see the the, the blue. Oh yeah. Look Dang, at that. Sorry, ladies. Bro. Sorry, ladies. The Jay's or men. Sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> Honestly, you should apologize to the men. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> men. That are sliding into your DMs. Oh on my Instagram. god. My, oh, wait, uh, let's talk about that. Actually, let's my, just stop everything we're doing and let's talk about the comments. Stop of, the press, this is news Jordan. To me. What are you guys referring Jordan, to? Actually, let me go to our Instagram account. Listener, I just, I just need you to know. We don't need to get into detail, but we do just need to say we have been kind of working on our Instagram presence a little bit. Mm-hmm. We've been recording some mm-hmm. skits. We've been a little bit more public facing. Since we've done that, we have found that Jordan here is uh, something a of a. Hot commodity. He's yes. a, a bit of a local sex symbol <laughs> status we got coming here. The word is thirst trap. <laughs> looking for. Yeah, uh, people are 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 looking yeah. for his prison wallet all the time. And, yeah. So uh, I'm happy for you, man. Yeah, that's exactly how it how it all figured out how it all come out to. I just. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Flummoxed. That's okay. Yeah. So you got married, you. bro. Talk. Let's let's hear it. <laughs> yeah, Talk about guys, the the wedding. The the. I think you just came back from honeymoon. I'm pretty sure, right? You yeah. Just came back from Mexico about a week ago. Ooh, where in Mexico? Uh, it's called Puerto Morelos. Ooh, um, it's right by Cancun. We stayed at a at an all inclusive resort, and highly recommend the all inclusive. If you guys, I'm sure you guys have done that. I've heard good. Like I've heard like. This, and I've also heard people do it and be like, it was a nightmare. Like, they didn't have any food. Like, I've heard both of those things. We definitely had food. It wasn't, like, the greatest food. I mean, it's, you know, yeah. quesadillas and burritos, and then you can get reservations at restaurants, and it's all yeah. 
taken care of, which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it was awkward for me more than anything because I had two butlers. <laughs> you had butlers there? Two of them. And they're, what? they're very aggressive butlers, like to the point where like they text me on WhatsApp in the morning, like, hey, good morning. Let me know if you guys need anything today. We got you a reservation at so-and-so restaurant at so-and-so They would time. just reserve stuff for you? Yeah. And then like I wouldn't respond because it'd be like 9 a.m. And for us, it was like 7 a.m. Yeah. And then I get another text at 10. Good morning again. This is your butler, Alex. Oh, man. <laughs> they were like, like pushing you. And then they come knock on the door. And like, if you don't respond right away, they'll just walk right in. Like, hey, how's it going? Oh, you guys no way. They would like, walk in on you? If you? So I realized you got to put the do not disturb out there or else they are fucking aggressively <laughs> trying to, to serve do. you. They Jesus, job that's job crazy, do. They came bro. in at one point with Melissa not wearing pants. And I was like, oh, <laughs> no hey, way. how's it going? Uh, <laughs> Did you like play defense and like keep them in the door or what? No, I, was, I, I didn't know she wasn't wearing pants. I was like, yeah, come on in. She's putting clothes on. Oh shit! Um, but yeah, I just just laid by the pool and drank about a thousand margaritas and got sunburned. That to sounds shit. so fun, actually. That does sound nice. And then you came really back nice. to like cold ass, rainy ass. Yep, right back to work the yeah. next day. <laughs> yep. So yeah. that was a that was a bummer. But the wedding was a blast. It um, was a lot of fun, dude. Y- you guys it was were an there. amazing wedding. Yeah, it was. It was the live band. I gotta say, the live changer. band changed the game for me. I've been to a couple weddings now. Never had a live band at the wedding. The live band for me was like. I danced my ass off at your wedding. I think dude. we all did. I danced my ass off at your wedding. Dude. Yeah. All I could see was that damn hat popping around <laughs> the dance floor. Jordan doesn't understand fashion. It's the first, the thing, first I saw. thing he said to me at the wedding was, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, bro. I was trying to drip. focus at the altar, and I just look <laughs> in the corner of my eye, and there's this damn hat. And of course, Zach standing out. Great. He did I look good. Great. He did look good. Um, but yeah, I... I, I that was the one I was most excited about was the live band, and they definitely came through. Shout yeah, out to dude. Blue Wave. Blue yeah, Wave that was crushed sick. it. Super dope. Um, but yeah, they always say like your wedding is supposed to be the best day of your life, and mm-hmm. it flies by, so take it all in, and it's it's just impossible to take. You're, like I had just, you know, where you're like doing your rounds or mingling and yeah. everything, and like you have like 390-second conversations with people you yep. haven't seen in like yep. years, and yeah. it's just like, God, it was... It was a lot, but it was great. And then I actually am more curious about what happened after the wedding because uh, I heard some stories about the hotel room that old Z over here got at the venue. Whoa. Uh, well, <laughs> what story? Well, we went to the, so we went to the bar afterwards. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. The after party. Yeah. Yeah. I, had quite the, I had quite the after your wedding it night, was, to so be honest. The wedding's over. It's like 11 o'clock, and there's this dive bar called The Unicorn, and Zach took Alicia home. And then he texts me. He's like, "Where are you guys going?" And Zach does not live close to the venue by no, any dog. means. It was like a, it was like a, like a 30, 40 minute like trip one way. Yeah. So, then- and when I say take her home, like I rode with her in the Uber home because she didn't want to like take an Uber by herself. So right. I like rode back with her, put her to bed, tucked her in, and then I was like. I'm going back out, bro. Like, I'm trying to meet Jay and the boys. So, like, I got another Uber 40 minutes back, drove to Tacoma, and met up with everybody. And then we hung out. We, like, closed the bars down. And then we went to get to the hotel. And, like, at in the hotel, we were going to go into one of our buddies' rooms. But his wife, like, was like... You guys are, why would I want there your like whole blue mask you. group of friends <laughs> yeah. in my room at night? Like, no. So uh, we were all kind of like, well, I don't know what to do now. Like mingling in the in the lobby. Yeah. And I just was like, fuck it. I'll get a room. <laughs> and I just like <laughs> this walked over. This isn't a cheap hotel either. Yeah. This is a nice hotel. I walked over and I was like, you guys got any rooms? And he was just like, yeah. And I was like, run the number. And then they just <laughs> got the room. And then I just like went back to the group and I was like, here we go and we just like went up <laughs> to rage. my room yeah but i i i, I was uh, in the room with melissa and then we 
like three in the morning. We're like, let's go party with these guys. And so we went out in the hallway and everybody's gone. Oh, you guys came back out? Yeah. And I Bro. ran into Brandon and he said that the cops came or some shit. And like, every, I don't remember that. He said that you told everybody the cops came. <laughs> and so everybody had to leave. And there were cops walking around the stair, like the the lobby, and then there was cops walking around the, oh, he the hallway. Remember, this is not good. And then, so he didn't stay in the room; he left. No, so I bounced. You went home again, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then McGee and Davis ended up sleeping in yeah, that room. Yeah, they stayed in the room because <laughs> they didn't had, have a place to there stay. There was so total. I had three Ubers: one to take Alicia home, one to go back to Tacoma, and then I got a room, thinking I was going to stay in the room. But then I just remember being like, "Nah, I just want to go home." So then I <laughs> left the room to McGee and Dave, and got another Uber back home, which is another. 40 minute ride and like at like four in the morning yeah. it seemed like or yeah. probably two i don't know what time it was but i spent like a thousand dollars that night dude like i just like looked at the my wedding bank account the next day and i was like oh sick <laughs> cool bro uh, so yeah it was a good time but uh sounds like you guys got a new a new condo as well zach a lot of big things happen in our lives yeah man we we're super excited about this so we bought a um a condo downtown seattle it's on uh fourth and vine uh and it's like nine minute walk away from climate pledge arena seven minute walk away from pike place in the water it's like just nice. super central top floor corner unit two beds two bath like two story it's like it's a penthouse i mean it's a penthouse and we're gonna airbnb it out um and we're actually gonna put it on we're hoping to put it on the market tomorrow nice first day so what what's today the the 16th so by april 17th we're hoping to have that up and uh i'm gonna be your first guest and i'm gonna work <laughs> in those sheets for you don't Oof. you worry yeah. oh god yeah i'm gonna leave my mark oh god Go to the bathroom <laughs> yeah yeah i'll yeah. christen the bathroom right? oh, yeah. yeah well i guess that's what it's, i mean there's no this avoiding is what that you signed up for yeah, that's what i signed up for so <laughs> Yeah, we're stoked about it, man. We've just been talking a lot about, like, I'm getting really into real estate. I'm getting my real estate agent license. And uh, I just want to build a real estate empire. Like, I want to just buy property and just start owning, like, multiple properties like this. So this is the first step to building my empire. And uh, and it's, like, something that I can leave Luther. Like, we've been setting it up all weekend. Like, we've been, I've been staying there this weekend. And luther's been with us and it's been rad because it's like everything we're doing i'm just like dude this is like yours you know like one day i'm just gonna be like here and it's Mm -hmm. like something tangible that i can like give you know even if something happens to me like it's still his and that's like pretty dope you know so yeah that's that's uh that's the that's the condo that's awesome, man. Yeah, man. Good for you. Thank you. Appreciate it it's got views of the space needle rooftop access it's uh it's pretty pretty good time Big league shit. Yeah, man. Right on. Well, uh, that's catching up. Now, let's get into this week's episode. So, we are talking a few topics. Mm-hmm. We are talking the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, we are talking John Wick 4. And we are going to talk about Mando. And yep. we are really great with our timing because the yes. finale of Mando comes out next when week. this episode well, this, drops. This yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, we always get right before the end. So, maybe we can predict the finale, huh? We'll have some fun Possibly, with that. yeah. But before we get into the topics, let's go to our brewery we are supporting today so we're going from no lie brewing in spokane washington oh nice little local brew house uh founded in 1993 uh, by mac mac irvin mark irvin um it's family owned Uh, i've never actually had no lie um but that's a that's a dark ipa yeah it's copper they call it and we are going with the born and raised ipa because i think some of us maybe not zach i'm not sure but we're kind of born and raised on Super Mario Brothers, you know? 
We played some games, and they had a big part in our lives. And I think when I saw the movie, that really was the biggest part, which is all the nostalgia factor that came back, um, <laughs> which is awesome. So uh, Born and Raised IPA, it is a big, bold shout-out to Spokane, the copper-colored ale, the most complex offering they have. Munich and Crystal Malts lay down a supportive body, while Chinook and Cascade Hops bring the citrus and piney flavors. It's dry hop with Cascade and CTZ for bigger hop aromas that enhance an immensely satisfying IPA. Oh, beautiful words. Oof. What are your thoughts? It's it's bold. It's not it's not like trying to pull any punches, which isn't a bad thing, actually. I feel like it's like Is that Vader? Yeah, yeah can you hear him? <laughs> yeah, okay. The question is can can we pick is it getting picked up on the mic? I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. That's loud, dude. He's is loud. it the window open? Is that what's oh, is it coming through the the house, you think? It's coming through the house. Mm. <laughs> He's just going crazy. The thing about what happened to is like I, I had this caller that I had a remote to that like it's a it's a shock caller. I never shocked him though because he was smart enough to know that like if it was on him, mm-hmm. he just wouldn't while out because right. he was a fr- he was like, well now I'm fucked. So one day I took it off of him because like you're not supposed to leave it on him because it like hurts him or something uh, for long periods of time. You kind of have to like on and off. So I took it off and I put it in the ca- on the couch and I like went to sleep at night. He went into the couch and f- like got on the couch, found it brought it down and then chewed it to bits <laughs> like man. a fucking power move like he literally was like this is my controlling device i will destroy it <laughs> so i don't have any way to stop him from doing this like i have no and he knows that it's not on him like because he's wiling out right now yeah. so i'm just like okay check motherfucker like i i have to figure this out and I have to buy another collar and get it shipped and do this so he, I'm I'm at his mercy. Right yeah, now. that's all right. Well, this episode is brought to you by Vader. <laughs> yeah, uh, he's, yeah. He's our fourth host today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the beer. I mean, it's 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 thicker, but it's. I think it's bold and flavorful, and and like, I like it. I think that there's like a lot of uh, the other thing I like that's cool about this IPA is it's not a hazy. You know what I mean? Like, when's yep. the last time you've had like a a bold like in your face like not pulling any punches IPA? That wasn't trying to like be in the hazy realm one way or another. Right. Like either it's it's Ooh. a hazy or it's like a session IPA. Yeah. And I feel like this is almost like almost feels like a little bit of a lost art. Like I haven't mm-hmm. had an IPA like this that's just like classic, bold, flavorful, not fruit forward, like just gonna give you what that initial IPA, original IPA idea is. Yeah, so very, I kind of respect it like that. It's a very twenty eighteen. Approach. It's very, you know? it's very outburst. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It brings me back. It brings me back. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. got a good color too. I love that color. Just yeah, that. it's beautiful. It looks like an amber. Yeah. Um, Honestly, I like this. I'm a fan. Yeah, yeah, dude. Born and raised. And it's a thick boy, so we're gonna have fun today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So I think we should get into our first topic, which I'm very excited about, and that will be. Uh. Yo. Uh, Plumbing uh, ain't easy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Give me a tube. Uh, Give me a tube. Turn uh, my tubes uh, up. Uh, uh, so we have Super Mario Brothers to talk about. Um, I'm, we, I'm very, in, I'm, I'm interested in this. Like, I can't wait to hear you guys' takes on this. We all saw the movie, but before we get into the movie, I want to just kind of talk about Super Mario Brothers as a how it impacted our childhoods. Sure. It had a big part in mine, uh, starting from SNES to Super Super uh, Nintendo to 64 to GameCube to Wii. I mean, Mario across the board has had an impact on everything. Yeah. And I think for me personally, the games are, you know, they're good. They're, they're, yeah. There's different levels, different styles. They 
took Mario and made it a brand and just have all these different types. Any kind of game Massive that you're brand. into. Yeah. They have racing games. They have shooting games. They have fighting games. They have baseball, soccer. Every game you can think of, Mario Golf. I mean, they have they literally made it anything. But mm-hmm. what sticks with me and what the movie really hit me with was the just the music. Like, it's just so goddamn known. Every yeah. Mario song. Like, there's obviously the dunna, standard dunna, dunna. intro. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we got the, the underwater. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just fucking hated the underwater stages, God. <laughs> Those goddamn squid. Yeah. <laughs> you guys know what this is from? No. Oh, is this Bowser's castle? This is Bowser and, and N64. Nice. Wow. No, this is kind of a banger, it though. It is, dude. Yeah. <laughs> I want DMX to go For on. For real, this, this is kind of this is kind of lit. Now this. Oh yeah, dude. Not necessarily Mario, but oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fucking legendary. Oh yeah. Donkey Kong 64 was an epic game. That was fun. Dude, that shit was hard. But then the movie came in and might have set the the new stage. I don't know how you can talk about this movie without talking about this song and Jack Black. Just absolutely. The waves like. I did. Did I read an article where they're like they should nominate him for a Grammy or something? So cool. I mean, <laughs> we're gonna get to the chorus. We're not gonna not get to the chorus because it's gonna. I support it. It's gonna yeah. get stuck in everyone's head. Yeah. <laughs> Understand. He's so fucking talented. I know. Like Jack Black, I think people often sleep on Jack Black like yeah. from a just overall talent perspective. Peaches, peaches, I mean that's a trending music video right now on YouTube. It's like one of the most watched videos on YouTube. And it's literally just Jack Black and a pink piano in a green suit with a Bowser like helmet <laughs> rolling around on the floor, like screaming peaches. <laughs> like, yeah, that's the whole video. It's like one shot of him just like being Jack Black. And it's like epic. Epic. <laughs> it, it's just incredible. And I had no real thought about what Jack Black would bring to, bring to Bowser aside from just the voice. Yeah. And God, he... I knew that that was going to be a high... I, I just... I've been a fan of Jack Black for a long time. Like, And I just feel like people sleep on Jack Black, bro. This dude is fucking talented. He is. He's a monster. He yeah. can sing. He's funny. He can be serious? Question mark? Maybe not. But still... The holiday. He was serious in the holiday, kind of. A little yeah, romantic. Yeah. A little, little romantic. romantic. He's got comedy. that side to him. Yeah. But, I mean, he's his, his charisma is like just it just like blows doors off rooms yep. <laughs> so yeah i mean orange Amazing. county yeah incredible my, one of my favorite movies school of, all time. of rock i could watch that movie yeah. over and over orange again. county is like one of my if you want to see him really really young watch a movie called airborne it's from the 90s oh i've seen airborne it's my one of my favorite movies growing up as a kid like the original soul skater movie <laughs> yeah it's the roller that's yeah. uh yeah <laughs> so good yeah but uh yeah i mean this movie was just i thought it was really Really, exactly what I hoped it would be. It wasn't overly long. It wasn't three hours, you know? It <laughs> no, was, it was different pace it, for sure. The sound, they made it like 
almost like with an orchestra with the mm-hmm. old tunes and like made it like updated. Yeah. The, the voice actors, I mean, they, they usually do a pretty good job of pinpointing who they I want for what yeah, characters. I couldn't even tell that was Chris, uh, Chris Pratt at Me all. Me either. It was hard I, to tell. I knew it was Chris Pratt. I, I was, knew it was him, but I, it was hard to tell. The whole movie, I was trying to uh, uh, pin who was playing Luigi. Charlie Day. I know. I know. Well, I know that now. I looked it up. Uh, but like in, <laughs> yeah. in the movie, I was like, "Who is uh, that? Who yeah, is who that?" Charlie and Day then is. finally, I like funny. looked it up, and I was like, "Oh, uh, Charlie Day." Yeah. But in the film, I could not pin Charlie Day on Luigi. I, I, I mean, I love Sunny, so I, that hit me right away. And then Seth Rogen as DK was fantastic. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I did a good job. I, I think thought. the girl from Queen's Gambit was Peach. Uh, I can't remember her name. Yes, I uh, also Google it. She's Mario, in the menu. Mario, 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 Mario. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, just, it was great. I think that the, the oh, yeah. story was Anya fun. Anya Taylor-Joy from... Uh, Anya Taylor-Joy. Yep, she was on the... Queen's um, Gambit. Queen's Gambit, and she did the whole... Um, She's in the menu, right? Isn't the same girl? Yeah, I think so, yeah. And, uh, and then... She's got that face. She's in, like, that... She's on, she's on Split, y- on New, New Mutants. Mutants. Yeah. She's on Split, mm-hmm. yeah. Split is where I think I first saw her. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a great one, great one. But yeah, I mean, they made Peach like a, a savage, not like a little helpless princess, yep. but she's a bad yeah, master. And I love when, when we first like kind of realized that Peach is like a, a savage, they still gave her that like moment where she like puffed her dress up yep. and then like, like floated. <laughs> I was waiting for that to happen. Yeah. And like it never happened until like the very, very, very end of the scene where she like is done with everything and then she floats down. And I was like, yeah, dude, that's that's like a classic Peach movie. Oh, yeah. Bros. Super Mario's too as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And. I, I don't know. I really, I think that the ghost in the, in the hanging torture chamber was so like stole the show. <laughs> I think that was like interesting. Cause like, I think that, do you feel like this movie was a kid's movie? Yes. Yes. I think it was accessible for multiple ages. Yeah. Cause I yeah. feel like that was like the character that made it an adult. Like that was very adult humor. Yeah. And I was like, that's interesting that like, but I think that it was smart to add it because let's, let's be honest. Like who's the audience here. It's us, right? Like mm-hmm. it's the, Group of people who played Mario grew up with it, super nostalgic. Now they're we're in our thirties and shit, and we're like, you know, that character was like very directly directed at us. I felt, yeah, which another, was cool. Another body for the meat grinder. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> hope is hope is not exist. Or like at the very end of the credits, now you have nothing to do. The movie's over. Go back to your endless void that you call life. Yeah, <laughs> just so perfect. So yeah, good But what do you guys think of the movie, man? Um, I'll go first. So I think, you know, obviously visually it was amazing. I mean, it's an Illumination movie, which is always visually, like, top notch. Yeah. Good uh, to call out the visuals because the animation was, like, fucking fantastic. Yeah, it was that amazing. Was so well animated. Um, and I, I didn't, like, I, I didn't think that the voices, like, ruined any of the characters or anything like that. I do feel like the movie was a little rushed, you know? Like, it had a beginning and the end too fast for me, and I think there was times where I wanted more from the movie. Um, so it was a little bit of a letdown in that aspect. Um, but it, it was, I'm the same boat as you. It was just fun to see all those things that we... I mean, even in the beginning when Mario is playing Nintendo, he's mm-hmm. playing on the original Nintendo, you know. And um, just seeing all that was fun. But yeah, I mean... It was cool to see Mario in like real life. Yeah, like, just... 
being like who, Mario, who he was. That was yeah. a that was a like a unique kind of way to start it off. Like yeah, they're living yeah. in Brooklyn. They're just trying to get their business off the ground. Mm-hmm. They're making that fun of cool. his outfits, like the matching brothers thing. Like it, yeah, like it just was always. Just and they accepted. look that way because they just filmed a promo. Yeah. They're trying to do like Super Mario Bros. <laughs> just their outfits like, yeah. stand yeah. out yeah. somehow. Yeah. yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I so I I just think yeah for me it was just uh I guess I don't know if I wanted more or I was hoping for more, but I was just a little let down just because I felt like it was rushed and I I I mean I wanted I definitely wanted more. So, I mean, if they were able to work that out, maybe a part two or something, I might feel better about that. But Well, we got the, uh, did you stay for the end credits? No. I did not. Oh. Was there end credits? There was a two two post-credit scenes. Was oh, there shit. really? So, the mid-credits was, uh, it was Bowser playing Peaches. And then, <laughs> nice. and he was crying, and then it zooms out, and he's still little, in like a little cage. And <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> nice. Don't you know who I am? Nice. And nice. then the very post-credits, it showed in Brooklyn, in like the rubble after that huge, like, yeah. You know, explosion thing. Uh, a Yoshi egg was starting mm. to shake. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. So, oh, so they're this is a friend. They're oh, yeah. like, Yoshi's coming and they're doing more cool. of this. Yeah, yeah that's okay. Cool. And so. I was waiting for Yoshi. I mean, they had Yoshi's Island, but it was super quick. This one, yeah, went they just went around, right like by the herd. I, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I think I want more for sure. I just, I, I wish it was just a little bit. You know, I think if I'm, I'm comparing it to like Despicable Me or something like that. Spiggle Me was just so so cool, you know, and so top notch. I think, and Mario just kind of fell short of that. Um, it it does take me back. Do you guys ever seen the the nineteen nineties Mario's? Oh yeah, <laughs> with the John, John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah, yeah, bro, and uh, uh, Bob Hoskins. I mean, uh, that this was definitely better than that. That I was definitely better. I've never seen it. You've never seen no. it. Oh. If you watch it now, it's like a horror movie with the, how they made the Koopas like just. Gross. There are more dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. It's all real. It's dino- live action. It was a T Rex. Yeah, oh it's live God. action. Yeah, yeah, from the 90s. So oh, it's a little terrifying. I bet you it's awful. <laughs> it's, yeah. I don't know. It's kind of nostalgic, too, though. I oh, mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. But if you yeah. haven't seen it and you go watch it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're it's, like, what is uh, this? Mystery shit? Science Theater 3000. Absolutely good. Stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, I I think I'm, I'm going to give it like, I don't know, like. 6.5 or something like that. Wow. Yeah. Last couple months, Jared's been lowballing. I know, I dude. What's been going on? He had a kid and all of a sudden he's fucking Mr. Critical. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I wanted more. You know, Amber and I did talk about it. I was like, what? Because Amber loves Mario. That's Did Amber thing. go with you? Amber went with me. Oh, and okay. she, Mario Brothers is her thing. Like, being from childhood to now prison speech, all that, you know, blonde hair, all that stuff. So she was, you know, <laughs> that was, that, uh, yeah. she, she just, she related to Princess yeah, Peach, sure, right? Sure. And so, uh, you know, I remember when we were starting to go out, I just, I'm like, what are you doing today? She's, I'm just hanging out at home and I go visit her and she's just, the room is dark. She's on the Wii and she's like just playing Mario Galaxy all fucking day <laughs> long. <laughs> you know, I'm like, nice. geez, like, what do you, so I, I think, and she just, she's like, I just want it more. And I, th- I felt the same way. Just I want a little bit more, you yeah. know, more Mario, more Luigi. My f- my favorite character is Luigi. Um, and so I think yeah, I think that's what what I was. Luigi was interesting because they kind of like portray him as a bitch. Like he's always he was kind running. of a damsel in distress but in this film. He definitely did, was. Yeah. He did some fucking impressive things. Like when he escaped all those uh, dinosaurs, mm-hmm. like the Koopa bones, skeleton mm-hmm. dry bones, and like all the stuff he had to do to like survive. Like, yeah. He did a pretty, and he comes through in the end. Like yeah. He, yeah. He, uh, he, I kind of thought it was like a nod to Luigi's like IP titles though like to have him in those scenes because like as soon as I saw when he was in the bones area and then like he got into that like dark castle and that scene was like scary and dark I immediately was like Luigi's man yeah yeah, like, he's like shaking like, with the flashlight. This is Luigi Mansion. He has yeah. a flashlight. Like yeah. this is like what this is what he does. You know, and I fuck with Luigi's Mansion. Yeah, <laughs> I, I mean that game won. I, I don't know if it won Game of the Year or was like a finalist, but it it was like. 
critically renowned. It like, was like really people good. really. I've never played yeah, it's it. A but, great game, uh, yeah. yeah, the first one or the the second one. The first one. Oh yeah, because they're both the new one for the Switch. Yeah, really good. Yeah. Um, okay, well, what were your thoughts? Z? I'm gonna so I'm six point five from you. I'm gonna rain on this parade right now. I I've, I saw so this coming. <laughs> I didn't play Mario that much. I know. Like I don't know how you knew that about me, but you I just like know you pretty well. You do know me pretty well. <laughs> you played like fucking Dragon's Lagoon and Final Fantasy. Yeah, and all those I was games. into like yeah yeah. So I don't have like it's not like I'm unaware of Mario as like a cultural phenomenon in the games like Super Mario Bros. Like all those games. I just didn't play them. I was playing different games. Like I was mm-hmm. playing Mortal Kombat and like you said Dragon's Lagoon and all these other games. And Donkey Kong, like I played Donkey Kong way more than I played Mario. Yeah. Um, but I I did play like most of the Mario games I played were not uh, like the classic platformers. They were like I got down hard on Mario Tennis or like Super Smash Bros. Yeah. You know, like yep. I played those types of games. Um, so with that being said, like when I was watching it, I just knew that there was a ton of nostalgia being like kind of poured into all of these scenes that were probably missing me mm-hmm. by miles, you know, as I was watching it. So I just kind of didn't feel connected to the material in that way. So I really watched it as just like an animated film, just kind of straight up. And I thought that it was okay. I thought that Bowser was the best character by far. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought that, like, Bowser stole the show. Jack Black was amazing. Mm-hmm. The voice was incredible. Like, his, like, love for Peach. Like, his, his soft side, his yeah. insecurity. Like, it was, like, it was amazing. Like, it was fantastic. Like, Bowser carried the whole the whole thing for me. Um, I thought that, you know, Mario and Luigi were cool. I liked that Peach was was badass. Um, Toad, we haven't given Toad any flowers yet, but Toad was pretty fun. Toad was pretty cool. Toad was funny. Ultimate hype man. Yeah. Yeah, Toad was pretty cool. Um, I I think my biggest takeaway walking out of the theater was how well it was animated. Yeah, like it felt like probably the best looking animated film I've ever seen. It like really based good. on like the fight scenes, how fluid the characters were, the transitions, the lighting, the color. Like I was just like really amazing. This is this feels graphically like something that has reached a new level to mm-hmm. me. Um, the story. It just was mid from that point on. I think that like it was animated really well. Bowser was incredible, and then everything else was kind of like eh, it was all right. That that character you brought up, the the ghost, hilarious. So yeah. like it had comedy. I think the movie didn't take itself too seriously, and I think it had to do that to yeah. succeed. Um, and I'm happy they did that. And you know, I'm saying all this with the with the knowledge that I know that this is a this is the biggest movie in America right now, maybe in the world. Like this mm-hmm. is a massive, massive success in the box office. So I'm happy for them. I'm happy for like you guys who like are out there who feel the nostalgia. Because I think <laughs> if I were to grow up with the material, I'd probably be blown away right now. It just I just didn't. So yeah. it was like there there was high points which I pointed out, and then the rest was pretty mid. So what's your score? Five. damn all right well uh let me see if i can save the day here i i I don't disagree with you i think the story was very just you know mediocre from like i'm gonna get the star and get peach to marry me and then he's gotta save his brother and get the star from him and it's it's like that's what mario movie mario games were like the story is never the most epic storyline yeah except the best mario game ever which is super mario rpg 
<laughs> and I was I will die on that mountain. Like I don't, I didn't know that even existed. Yeah, I got you. In, I tried to get you into it at one point when we were uh, coming up in the game, and you were like, "Yeah, this is cool," but because uh, it's like RPG, you'll love it. And you played it, and you thought it was just okay, and it broke my heart. But oh, it's sorry. uh, <laughs> it's probably never my, gonna forget that. It's like my favorite game of all time, and I've been dying for a sequel, and like the world needs it. Um, but yeah, you like it's turn based. You have specials, you have items, you have all this, and you have a team. You get you, oh, shit. you get Bowser on your team. You get peach on your team you get gino who's like this doll that comes to life it's a really nice. great game and, and that storyline's epic but this, the mario stories in general just aren't the most in-depth it's just like the it's not the purpose the visuals yeah exactly yeah. and this is what the movie was and, and, I, and i think that if i took myself out of the nostalgia factor and i didn't have that um underlying foundation i think that i'd be pretty you know it was cool and it was fun and it was kind of funny here and but it wasn't the most game-changing movie so i totally understand that yeah but having said that probably 80 percent of people our age did grow up on Mario? Yeah, for um, sure. I think the I'm in the minority for sure. Deserves deserves the praise it's getting. So I gave it an 85. Um, so I think that I would definitely rewatch it um, when it comes out because it's just fun. Yeah, easy, accessible. Watch it, yeah, yeah. Um, and Melissa is a big Mario fan too, so she came and saw it with me. And she like has like the Super Nintendo modded where you can play regular Nintendo Super Nintendo. Oh, modded, really? So she, she loves Mario and Donkey Kong nice. and that stuff. Um, so she really enjoyed it as well. If we, uh, I'm gonna get. This is the part where I'm gonna get. Wrecked. I know. I know that the rating is going to be high. Should I look it up? Yeah. So our rating is a six point seven, all in. So sixty seven for the Super Mario Bros. I have not looked on Rotten Tomatoes. Neither have I. Nope. But I've heard or I've seen on Twitter some people bash it. So I don't know if it's going to be the highest. I feel like it's been getting like I haven't read. Oh shit, dude! It's the number one movie in. Oh my god! This is nuts. Okay. <laughs> okay, the the critic score is fifty eight. <laughs> the audience score is ninety six. There you go. What a gap! That's such a gap, dude. That's crazy. What do the critics say? What's the critics like? Overarching uh, critic review? consensus. While it's nowhere near as thrilling as turtle tipping your way to 128 lives the super mario bros <laughs> movie is a colorful albeit thinly plotted animated adventure that has about as many nintendos as nintendos <laughs> <laughs> nintendos as nintendos, nintendos, as nintendos. <laughs> okay that's actually really well written <laughs> yeah bro that was pretty much my take though yeah that was pretty much my take and i, I I'm understand actually, i i feel I feel uh, uh, good about that. Feel seen. You feel, I, feel, I feel seen, bro. Yeah. I feel seen. Yeah. So that's that's no surprise. The audience <laughs> loved it. The critics, those critics didn't and, play a fucking game of Mario in their life. <laughs> well, that yeah, makes I, a lot of sense. Actually, it's a good you know family maybe Friday night have dinner, go out and watch a, a good wholesome movie. Have a you know it's not like it makes you feel like garbage at the end. You know, watch movies you feel down or you you know you feel kind of not going to emotionally change you. No, you Besides just give you the the nostalgic. Feels. Not, so so I think it. that makes a lot of sense. People just like, hey, I love this movie. It was a movie I grew up in, we got to have dinner with the family, you know, our yeah. kids are going, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that makes sense. Of so high. <laughs> Dude, it's, so good, high. it's a good Friday if night. If you like Mario, you'll like the movie. Yeah, that's, for sure. That's the yeah. If you have there. any, like, nostalgia or connection to Mario, like, with the past, you're going to love the movie. Yeah. And I, I, I'm excited for Yoshi to come, hopefully. In the yeah, I love Yoshi so much. Yeah. Cool. All right, well, we'll be right back after this. Sweet. <laughs> This episode is brought to you by our friends and family at Action City Comics who have been with us from the very beginning. Love you guys. Uh, they have our picture up on the wall in there from 2000 and whenever. That's how long they've been with us. Forgot about that. Um, yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to know where the, you can look for them on Instagram, Facebook. They got a new Facebook group coming out where you can do auctions, exclusive books. 
Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we love them to death, and we appreciate them. So, Federal Way, Washington. Go say hi to my best friend, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Love you, Action City. And we're back. And we're talking Kung Fu. <laughs> John Wick 4. You know Kung Fu? <laughs> I know Kung Fu. 69, dudes. Um, <laughs> John Wick. Yeah, bro. I did not get the chance... Getting married, going to honeymoon. Oh my god! Well, you we, went to a Mariners game. Yeah, ritual gym. You, you went to a Mariners, Mariners game. game. You chose up, Jay. Okay, you chose up. Jared Kalanick has arrived, and it's kind of a big deal. So I'm sorry that I had to go see him in person on Friday, but <laughs> yes, I didn't get a chance to see the John Wick movie. Um, I have seen the first three, and I have my thoughts on those. But John Wick Four. The fact that there's fucking four of them. Yeah, I mean. You don't get a lot of that in action movies. No. Not nowadays. Well, this is the best action series of all time. Okay. Statement. Yeah. Statement. I, I, Steven Seagal can, out there somewhere is... Let me, let me go. Let <laughs> me just go. Smoking <laughs> heaters. Let me go Pissed. first because uh, I feel pretty passionately about this. So um, I feel like John Wick as a, as a franchise, like as a, as a whole, has just very consciously made the decision to like not give a shit about other things that other action movies try to incorporate in mm-hmm. their stories or in the movie as a whole. Like they want to have big plots and they want to have like, you know, tender moments and they want to do like a lot. They try to do a lot of things. Fuck and then scenes. they Lots yeah, of fuck have scenes. sex, sex scenes, all that stuff. <laughs> oh, that's, yes. And John wick from the jump has been like, dude, this is an action series. We are an action film, mm-hmm. and we were just going to give you from fucking the jump to the end action. Mm-hmm. Like, just sequence after sequence, <laughs> scene after scene, from top to bottom. And sure, like, I'm going to throw, like, a story in there. Like, there's the table, mm-hmm. and there's all this other stuff. But that's not what you're here for, and we know it, and mm-hmm. we're going to we're gonna respect what you're actually here for. Yeah. And I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that they know who they are, yeah. and that they're like, dude, like, you're an action fan. This is an action movie. Buckle up. Mm-hmm. Like, I freaking think that's awesome. My wife couldn't care less about John Wick, bro, because she loves all the other stuff, which is fine, because she just won't come to John Wick with us. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this. John Wick 4, JR and I went together. I was late to this one. <laughs> I was okay. late. Yeah. <laughs> Put that in there. Yeah. But we got we got there together, and we, we made it before the movie started. Yeah, and we got to the, the trailers. We started at 9 p.m., which is, like, mad late for both of mm-hmm. us. Like, we're both fathers now, bro. That's, like, bedtime for the kid. <laughs> and I thought, I'm not, I don't know if I'm going to make it through this. <laughs> when I got there, I was, like, 9 p.m., like, <laughs> yo, yikes. I don't know if I'm making it. Were you in your PJs? I was in some sweats. <laughs> a jumpsuit? Yeah. I was in a sweat jumper. Yeah, you you know what I mean? Friday night? Yeah. Saturday night, you know, <laughs> had some new balances on. Uh, but we got there, and the movie started, and, bro, I blinked, and the movie was over. Mm-hmm. I did not, like, I was so invested in it. I thought the sequences were so good. And I honestly, I've so I've, I'm kind of late to the John Wick game. Like, I knew that John Wick was a thing. I didn't see any of them in theaters. I heard enough about it to where it landed on my list of movies I wanted to watch. So I went through the series like at home by myself, you know, which is one experience. Mm-hmm. But the first time I've ever seen a John Wick film in theaters yeah. was special. 
Like, I don't know if I've had more fun in a theater in yeah. my life. Like, I feel like me and JR were sitting next to each other, 10.30 p.m., like, deliriously tired, just like, oh, woo! <laughs> like, like, just, fuck. like, both, like, the whole audience was vocalizing, like, <laughs> when wild shit would happen. It's just different in a theater. Yeah. The experience is crazy. Action movies especially. Yeah, dude, for sure. So, like, that was, I'm just happy to have been able to experience that. And I think that this movie was probably the best John Wick film of all three. Really? And I do think that. But but there's one piece that I, that was kind of bothering me the entire time. The entire time I was watching it, I, like, there's not very many scenes in John Wick where, mm. like, Keanu was asked to act. <laughs> but there's some. But there's some. And in those scenes... I was constantly like, I love Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to like, I don't want you not. He's a great. Guy. I don't want to mm-hmm. be the guy that's gonna do this, <laughs> but I'm about to be that guy. Put on your villain cape. Yeah. He. Are we? Are we sure he's a good actor? <laughs> are you holding your breath right now? Are we sure? <laughs> are we sure? Like, I'm just like, look, he's an amazing action star. He does most of the sequences himself. The training he does. The training he does. Yeah. By the way, he does most of the sequences himself. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these sequences in, in John Wick 4 are long, dude. Mm-hmm. Long sequences. And I definitely saw and felt him fatigued in these sequences. Well, he's what? Pushing fucking 55. I know, dude. Or, I think yeah. he's in his 60s. No, I think he's 50-something. Is he not 60 yet? Let's look. Okay. I don't know if he's 60. Look it up. But, but like, which I think is cool in, in, in the grand scheme of things. Because, like, bro, John Wick is still a human. So, like, you get to see him feel tired and still be doing this shit. Oh, he's so, 58. <laughs> yeah, he's pushing 60. But So, I didn't mind that fact. But I am just saying, like, I felt him fatigued. But the scenes, I want to get back to these scenes. Well, on that on that moment, though, you, did you listen to the Smartless episode with Keanu Reeves? Yeah. Yeah, and he talks about how, like, he does all this. His, he doesn't do, like, the, the big falls or the yeah. big jumps, but he does the fight scenes and yeah. everything. And, like, they were asking, like, but you get your shit rocked. Like, you get your ass beat, and, like, you get back up and keep doing it. He goes, yeah, but that's what's fun about it. Like, who cares about pain? <laughs> yeah. Everybody else is like, we we do. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's, like a, he's a different You're animal. You're 58, bro. man. How do you not care about your yeah. body getting beat up? So he's just a different He's beast, a different man. dude. I think he's a great guy, but I think he marches to the beat of his own drum. 100%. And, like, I, you know, He's you know a, what Keanu means in Hawaiian or whatever it is? What is it? It's like swift breeze. It's pretty rad. Yeah. It's pretty cool. So, so is Jordan. So what, <laughs> what? Go, go ahead. So what scene? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so I was I was thinking about this, like, because it's just all these it's all the same. It's all monologue. It's like, mm-hmm. are you sure you don't want to die today? <laughs> and it doesn't matter what the scene's about. I think I love you. Like it's all the same. It's flat. And I was, but so I was kind of like bothered by it. But then I was asking myself, okay, so if this bothers me this much, who would I have rather played John Wick? That was my question. Vin Diesel? Nope. <laughs> That's not it. It's all about family. He probably would have done the same thing. No worse. <laughs> he probably would have done the same thing, but been more expensive because every sequence, he probably wouldn't have acted in the film. If you, if you don't do your own sequences in John Wick, you're really not working. Yeah. Like, you if you're just scenes. doing the acting scenes, it's like you're an extra at yeah. that point. Yeah. So, but I, and I couldn't think of anybody. So I guess that's my conundrum with probably the whole series. I love the series. I'm a huge fan. I think it's the best action series ever. I think that, like, you really, you can only compare it to The Matrix, which is like the other Keanu, mm-hmm. Re- Keanu Mega series. Super. And yeah. I just feel like, like for I pure mean, action, yeah, John a- Wick does it better because they do it more and they, they push that, they push like what's possible 
more often. The, the Matrix is great for a lot of different reasons, but if we're doing like action series versus action series, I feel like John Wick is the best ever because of that. But what, Keanu Reeves is a great actor, but who could have done it better? That's what, like that's the thing. I mean, my my argument, was, which is always my argument, is Ryan Gosling. Uh, he did no. it. He did it in Drive. Uh, Just God, you you bring up Drive in every. You find a way yep. to bring Drive into every single episode uh, we record. We're at like episode two hundred and four. Mm-hmm. It's like two hundred and one times. Trying drive to get more royalties. Are, are we gonna have to watch Barbie? Because you know he's his shirt. Have to or get to? Uh, well, for, watch your phrasing for, for Zach and I. Watch your, your phrasing on that. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. No, but the Keanu Reeves debate is so conf- like. It's so interesting to me about it. Is he a good actor? It's kind of similar to Nick Cage, but Nick Cage takes a lot more like character risks, obviously. And I do think Nick Cage is a good. I actor. actually think Nick Cage is a good. Like I'm not. I'm like pretty far into like yes. Is he? Camp for is, Nick like Cage. is he great or is he terrible? Like that's like the argument. And I think he's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah. But Keanu does play like the same character, the same kind of persona, and it's not the most complicated person in the world. Even if you watch like the replacements, and he has more lines. He's a football player. Like he's still like. Chicks dig scars, you know, pain heals, yeah, but glory, yeah. What about the lake house? And, and I think that that passed for me at Point least. Break Johnny Utah. I mean, I love that. That passed a little movie. bit more for me, like in movies like The Matrix, when I feel like he's like younger. I get, and I don't really know why it does, but like, but he's the worst part of The Matrix, if you ask me. Like his acting is like it stands out. Yeah, it stands it's, out. It's and like he's always next to uh, what's what's more is is it Fishburne? Yeah, Lawrence, Lawrence Fishburne. Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. yeah, he's always next to Lawrence Fishburne, and Lawrence Fishburne is like pr- pretty much his his second in this film too. Who's like an amazing fucking actor? Oh yeah, like and he just like it's like it's like um you're a team and your best player is like John Morant, who's great, but small. And you're just like, well, I guess I need fucking Steve Adams on my team now because I need something that like the playoffs are going bring. on in the background right now. Yeah. So Zach's referencing, uh, I'm referencing <laughs> the Grizzlies. They're literally just playing scored. right now. Yeah, John just dropped two. But yeah. I, I feel like people are like, if we're going to have Keanu, we need Fishburne because like somebody's going <laughs> to act in this movie. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Like, so anyway, is he a heartthrob? No, I think, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. I think he is. Yeah, I think he is. Who would is there anybody else that could have played John Wick? That's my question. I like I really want my piece, but whatever. You said Gosling. I don't think there is. I mean the the training that goes into John Wick Matt is Damon. intense. Matt Damon. Born is very close to Born John Wick. Born is very close, but Matt Damon doesn't do this stuff anymore. I mean, this is what we're talking about. A 58-year-old. His willingness to do it at the age he's at is yeah, pretty dude, cool. He's, he's not, I mean, the, and he does like the whole very unique. The first one he comes out of retirement. So like he's old in the first one. Yeah. yeah. Supposed to be. Like yeah. I, I also have seen the first three. Besides the dog going missing yeah. or the dog getting killed, like mm-hmm. that's the only storyline I can tell you. I don't even know what the storyline is in two or in three. I just remember more and, in and, four. And, but that's Halle the point. That's, that's, who fucking cares? Exactly. Who cares? Yeah. Like that's yeah. the point. It's dope. Yeah. So I do like the whole like hotel council or whatever. Yeah, the table is cool. That's really cool. The, For sure. The dude that was in the first three that was like the doorman, the black dude, he died, right? Like, is he in this movie? He dies yeah, in four. He, he, it's like one of the beginning he's scenes. He's in the four. He, yeah, he, he dies. He dies, in, yeah. he dies in real life. So I was wondering <laughs> yeah. how they did that. Uh, oh, he did die in real life? He did. Recently. He had a heart. Uh, it's, uh, his name is uh, Lance Riddick. Yeah. Damn, dude. R.I.P. He was in The Wire, too. He yeah. Played, he played a great mm-hmm. character. He was great in The Wire. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so you thought this was the best. I thought it was the best John Wick. Could you tell me what ever? it was about? <laughs> I mean, yeah, so at the end of three, essentially, John Wick becomes excommunicado, which is like every single person in the table is now wants you dead. And uh, he gets betrayed by his 
I guess, mentor. Uh, the hotel owner. Is that the old white guy? The old white guy. Yeah. yeah I forgot his name. It's but Ian McShane. It's Winston in the Winston, movie. Winston. Winston. Yeah. And he yeah. gets shot and then like, it's like, well, is John McDead? And of course he's not. But now he's on the run and the whole table is like putting a bounty on his head. And the whole movie for- Hasn't that happened before where they all put a bounty on his head? And like- uh, Yeah, but he had help. Like Winston was like helping him, and now now he has no help. Gotcha. So uh, the table is like the basically like there's like this ticking time clock throughout the plot where it's like fifteen million, twenty million, twenty five million, thirty million, and as the the number goes up, more and more people are trying to kill him, and the, like the table has this like kind of big French guy who's like a leader of the table, and he's trying to kill yeah, him. Bill Skarsgård. Yeah, all this it, shit. Anyways. Um, Oh, so, he's he's the French guy. He's the French guy, yeah. anyway. Mm. So it's just it's just him versus hey, the whole the whole fucking <laughs> thing. Like one of the first scenes in John Wick Four is him killing the elder. Remember the elder when he had to like go into the 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 sand, the desert and he had to you know he it's like you can't find the elder the elder finds you and it's like ended up being this like older Arab dude and he's like on a table on a blanket and I don't not know really. you're not. Yeah. Anyway, so that was supposed uh, oh, supposedly the leader of the table. He fucking murked him in like the first scene. John Wick did, mm. which is like Jesus, a big deal. But anyway, yeah, it's the, it's him versus the world, and he's just fighting everybody from like start to finish. But he always has a guy, like a gun guy or something, to give him his stuff. He has no guys in this. Fishburn. Oh, Fishburn okay. gives him his suits. Yeah. Okay. Fishburn's this guy, and he ends up winning Winston back. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah. 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 Okay. So, Jr., do you have any thoughts to add to this? Because yeah, I mean, Zach's I, going full hard. Just, on right uh, now. just kind of like the. I mean, watching a full-on action movie in a theater is definitely something to do. If you've never done it, give it a go. Like, I'm it was talk- a, some of the most. Fun I mean, I've had. well, I go to every Fast and Furious premiere, so. Oh jeez. Do you really? I, I don't no. even, oh god. Because <laughs> honestly, like with how much fun I had in Wick, like I would consider it. I mean, I'm if not. You were like, yo, Fast Twenty Three is coming out this weekend. You <laughs> trying to run? Fast. Oh, I was like, normally I'd Still be like, no, family. but with this last experience, I would have been like, I might. Yeah, I'd probably go. They've got that movie Cisco, which is by the same director we saw the trailer for, with the guy fighting the Nazis. Oh, that shit looks fucking. And it sick. just looks exactly like John Wick, except for in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So that might be something to All watch. Right. Um, so I want to do something a little different because I wanted to talk about the evolutionary of action movies from the very beginning to now. And oh, so shit, dude. one of the things that I looked up and Buckle read up. was a, a little article and some slides. Oh, you did research. I, yes, John Oh, Mike. my God, bro. Look at you. Mike, I got I to pull my weight. You guys do all the fun stuff. I got to pull the boring stuff out. Fun uh, stuff. Please Drink do. beer and freestyle <laughs> on a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wanted to, So I talked. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, if we talk about action movies and we talk about from the beginning of time for like films and stuff like that, we, you know, they uh, if you if you watch it it's a lot about like swash bucket stuff which is like sword play mm. you know swash pi- bucket yeah it's you know so you're like playing with like p- pirates and you're doing you know swords and you know like three musketeers three musketeers and stuff like that zorro zorro all that stuff and then it kind of fucks dude yeah for sure and then, <laughs> if you actually if you, zorro is actually based off of a bandit from that was from mexico uh that actually killed like everybody oh and he was a real person was, like yeah it's a base off of a guy named um Marquillo or something like that and he would just he was like one of the most wanted men in California he would just kill you and he had like a gang of like 80 people did he use a sword and carve in the Z in your cheek like or was that just for the movie no I think he chopped people heads off but the sad thing same thing yeah um, (laughs) I had to make it for the kids (laughs) uh I mean there's a little tangent a sad thing about him and he was like a normal guy who wanted to come and do gold rush Mm -hmm. and his 
wife and children were murdered. So that's how he started to be. So he's abandoned. the original John Wick. So yeah. Oh my God, Zorro. Bro. So yeah, that's so, crazy. Yeah, I said I heard that on a completely different. So Zorro's the original John Wick. That's John Wick. Sick. Cool segment. Yeah. Um, but uh, then it kind of goes into Western movies, right? Mm-hmm. So you got spaghetti movies, and mm-hmm. so you got horse bow, bow. and then all of a sudden, Double O Seven shows up. And completely I changes love, the game. I love every James yeah. Bond movie. So by James the way. Bond, Huge 007. Fan. You've com- seen two, maybe three of them. <laughs> I've seen I've seen every Daniel Craig James Bond movie, and that's <laughs> Daniel it. Daniel Craig, <laughs> and I love it. I like, what's Craig, the, not what even the, Pierce Brosnan, but Daniel nah, Craig. God. I got in at Daniel Craig. You gotta get I got in, in, in at Connery. Daniel Craig. Yeah, you gotta get in Connery, yeah, bro. Connery's nah, fam. Really what what was the uh, the one that Adele did? I love every James Bond movie, dude. I'm a fan now. What was what was the one that Adele did? Everyone Must Die or some shit? Uh, I don't fucking know. Daniel Craig? They all sound the same. Quantum Solace. So uh, My dick's huge. (laughs) (laughs) My dick is huge. James Bond in My dick's huge. (laughs) huge. (laughs) Like Daniel Craig. There's one called Octopussy. I mean, they don't stray away. No, no. Um, So then James Bond came into the scene and really changed it. Car, Car chases, gadgets. Over the top villains, right? Which we saw in in Wick, which was amazing. We gotta oh. talk about that villain. Yeah, I gotta, gotta I gotta say him. something about this though, because I don't know if you guys met Marshall at the wedding. He's Melissa's cousin's fiance. He has one arm. No, nope. uh, he lost not. his arm when as a kid in a car accident, and it's actually not humorous, but it's tragic. But he That's tells super sad. Well, he tells it humorously because <laughs> they are, they were driving his family. and They swerved out of a way because there's a giant turtle in the road, and they were in Florida. Like one of those big oh, ass turtles, oh, wow. and they swerved out of the way and crashed, and he lost his arm. So Damn, he likes dude. to like joke about it, but he has a like a graphite all black arm that he puts like a gold watch on. It's actually kind of savage. Oh, sick! And Brandon saw him at the wedding and kept calling him a Bond villain because he had the, the all <laughs> black Brandon. arm. He's like, "Who's this fucking Bond villain?" And I was like, Brandon, shut the fuck Gosh, up, Jesus. Marshall. He's great. Classic, classic bird. Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. Anywho, um, so then we go into like the, the 1960s with that, and then the ni- 1970s, you, you start getting into like the the crime thrillers. You know what I mean? You start getting like Dirty Harry, so you start getting you know Clint Eastwood stuff, and mm-hmm. you, good, the bad, and the ugly. Yeah, and and then you get into the into the 80s where all of a sudden you like it's all about the glamour. Right, you get the big explosion, surfer crimes, yeah, lethal weapon. You know, yeah. you, you get these guys, mm. and then point break, point break, and then you get into the 90s, and they realize, man, we can turn these action movies into franchises. So then you start mm. getting lethal weapon one, lethal weapon two, you know, mm-hmm. then you start getting all these like you know, uh, gunplay movies where they're like, okay, how can we get better? And, and making these are blockbusters, right? So they start coming out, right? That's why Sylvester Stallone. Arnold what about Sports. the What about the kung fu? We never really talked about the so, martial arts. So in the seventies, uh, that's where uh, uh, kung fu came in more, and that's what Bruce Lee obviously mm-hmm. did. Uh, Enter the Dragon, and I think but kung it, fu movies, like most kung fu movies, like the the big kung fu movies, were like overseas, right? Yeah, like. Other, uh, we're starting to see a little bit Enter more into that. Yeah. yeah, Enter the Dragon was definitely one of like the most international things. Obviously, it was his, his Bruce Lee's like mega hit, right? Before he was doing his magnum great, opus, yeah, which he was doing great movies before that too. But I, I, I think it, that's like its own little pod, right? And it they kinda, take it into John Wick, obviously. They but. do, and they, I think they kind of leaked it a little bit here and there, right? And so, and then the rush 90, hour, in the rush hour, and then so they started. So leaking. Jackie Chan brought Kung Fu to the states. Is that <laughs> Made it a comedy. Yeah, uh, I think Jackie Chan like did have a huge role in in I bridging so, a gap too. between mm-hmm. what was happening overseas Absolutely, and what was happening yeah. in America. So did Chris sure. Tucker. Chris Tucker, yeah. And there. so those Kung Fu Jack- movies. Chris 
Tucker got lucky. Come on, Lee. Chris Tucker is so funny. Chris oh, Tucker is funny, but he because Jackie Chan is like a goat, and Chris Tucker just like wound up on the same <laughs> right fucking. That's exactly that's the ticket. premise of Rush Hour. That's yeah, exactly and that, that kind of yeah. like that whole team buddy thing started in the eighties, right? So you got the, like the one team buddy stuff, mm-hmm. and though um, in the two thousands, it was women started kind of emerging as action heroes. You know, you Resident had Evil, Resident Evil, you Tomb Raider, Tomb Raider. And so, and then all that kind of like equates to like what John Wick now is now, right? So you got the major villain who funny and, and you got like the outstanding villains. You got the hero who's a badass and you've got the action, pure action. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of like the evolutionary, you know, what it's you know, like a culmination of yeah, everything that we've learned. Kind of like, and then you put a guy, you put the key. I call it the Keanu factor. I know people, you know, like you're saying the actings, but he does have a factor to movies. Right. I mean, and it starts with who he is as a person. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy gave like, I heard like 90% of his salary one year to like charities and to people that he met. Almost and, like those little snippets where he's, he's on the like bus. He's like the people's champion. Yeah. yeah. He gives his seat up to the lady on the he's bus. He's like the like, people's yeah. champion. Like ev- nobody, dislikes Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. Everybody's like, this guy is a, a great person, first mm-hmm. off. And then he's like a movie. You, like, so I think he wins people over like that. Yeah, and he gave like $50 million one year or something like that. And there's actually a great story of him just sitting in front of an ice cream parlor and just sitting there eating ice God, cream. God, this is making my Keanu Reeves is he a good actor take just fucking plummet. It's plummeting by the <laughs> second, dude. God, I was joking. The whole time, I was joking. He's a great actor. <laughs> take back. Dude, you're so funny. But, <laughs> but anyways, like a great story about him and he was just sitting in front of like an ice cream parlor or something like that and he's just eating ice cream and, and he goes, and he if he, he didn't, people didn't know this, but if he came up and said hi, he'd go buy you an ice cream. So anybody who came and said hi to him, he'd like, Should he'd I buy just you go? an ice cream. And so... Yeah, the door's open, man. Yeah, just leave. <laughs> so anyways, there is a Keanu factor, and I think if you add that to the the history of... So you're saying his movies. his likability because of who he is as a person adds to his on screen. I think fame. I can't think of a 100% movie. Hundred percent agree. Okay. I can't I can't think of a movie that I, I don't fact, like because it, it can't. Be the only thing that's yeah. holding him up right now. I maybe. I, well, mean, I mean, I and I do remember getting. Still looks in, good. It's so funny because I remember getting into my literally uh, uh, my like writing teacher in high school because he hated Keanu Reeves and he did the same <laughs> thing. He was like, I don't understand this guy, and it's right before Matrix came out. So I'm like, be a the guy that hates he I hated Keanu Reeves before Matrix. Before Matrix, he hated it. Well, that can't stand. I just, I just, I'm, I, I'm not that guy. I don't hate Keanu Reeves. We don't. Want I don't hate Keanu us. Reeves. I just need it's to like say we can it. roll back the footage, but I don't know. <laughs> Let's hear it again. Replay. I just am one star trash can. Look, uh, yeah. my Jeez. my question was valid. Please continue, Jr. Yes, um, getting really defensive. <laughs> I think it's so. But anyways, yeah. So I, I think that for me and watching it and 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 learning about action movies and and have again the Keanu factor. I I I really love the movie. I mean, the gun the gun usage is, is killer. In that did you movie. not have so much fun watching? That I had in the so much fun. It was so late and I Were was you guys tired. holding hands. Yes, and um, we weren't lacing fingers though. No. Um, but it was definitely enjoyable. It was a fun time. And hearing people like gasp or yeah, be like, the what audience the? was audible. They're like, what the fuck? And that made it also yeah. fun because it made mm-hmm. us feel cool to it like was, do it as well. Like yeah. it was like a full audience experience where we're yeah. just like, oh, oh 
oh shit yeah. like and that was awesome exactly and it, I mean don't get me wrong it was a sausage fest in there there was hardly any women but I saw a couple dates a couple dates we but, were on a date uh, that's true I guess you can call that so it was all guys but they're on double <laughs> on dates yeah where everyone's on a date <laughs> yeah, on a da- yeah. Gotcha. Um, and, and then you had the, you add the alcohol and then you had the food I mean yeah dude was, he had he ordered the 24 ounce mark I, I told the lady a little bit but she must have not heard me you went against the ice I said huh? a little bit yeah I, yeah I frozen mark alright it was good I didn't you love your like, blended drinks I'm getting used to it because it didn't really do that much. It looked toasty, but yeah, right. I enjoyed the movie. Let's it's talk about amazing. who this villain is. You said you want to touch on Donnie Yen. So Donnie Yen um, is an, an incredible martial artist, and he mm-hmm. played in w- one of my favorite like kung fu movie series, Ip Man. Ip Man. Yeah. Oh, Ip yeah. Man. Oh, yeah. He's known for um, what's that kung fu style? It's um, oh fuck, I'm gonna have to Google it. It's like unique though because he has his arms out like this, and he anyway, he's a he's a specialist in like a certain style that's in that's like highlighted in Ip Man. And in this movie, he plays a blind guy. So he's like the main villain, but he, he, so he is retired. So he's Daredevil. Kind of. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, he reminded me of Daredevil. But like, but way better at fighting than Daredevil is. Or at least way better making it look good. (laughs) Like it's Donnie fucking, yeah. Yeah. This dude's a legend. So anyway, so. He can break dance. Yeah. (laughs) So he plays this blind guy who came out of retirement or is forced out of retirement from the table because like they have his daughter, like, you know, whatever, plots sucks but anyway he comes out and he has to uh kill john wick to uh wushu and he has to kill john wick to um you know get his daughter back and he doesn't want to do this like john wick and him are friends they're like best friends they're like best friends but like he has to do this and like they respect each other a ton but like the way he moves in the movie is just like incredible he has glasses on the whole time and he has this cane that like he takes out and and is also a sword and he uses his cane to like feel stuff and he never looks at his opponent like it's fucking crazy mm. and there's one scene where he's in a gunfight and like there's like a bunch of guys that come into this room and he kind of gets into the room first and he puts all these like devices on like walls like he's like running and he's like finding this like wall doorbells. puts it on the wall puts it on the wall puts it on the wall and then he has his gun and he's like looking at nothing in particular and just kind of waits and then the guy's like kind of file into the room and then as soon as they walk by one of the devices the device goes ding dong and then he just goes da, 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 just starts like <laughs> mowing him down and like it's the whole it's just it's very inventive yeah it's fucking inventive and it's it's just fun and cool yeah yeah um and so yeah dude he he was incredible donnie yen is just first of all fantastic but to play a blind assassin who's like the best at it yeah. Crazy. Sounds and, awesome. I mean, the sword, like, I, back to Swatchbucket, his swordplay thing was, like, amazing. Like, he, he was so fast at it. I mean, you could barely see, but he's, like, ten guys at once. He's, like, and just yeah. kind of, like, and he's And him. while he's fighting, he's never looking at him. Because, mm-hmm. like, his eye, he's he's very good at fighting, but making it seem, like, from a, from a sim- cinematography standpoint, making it known that he's not using his eyes. Yeah. So, like, he'd be in this, like, crazy fight sequence, and he'd be, like, looking over here. While he's like doing all this wild shit over here, which is just like, like as an actor, yeah. that's really nuts to yeah. be doing, and yeah. he's doing it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, fantastic, yeah. dude! Fantastic. I I have my favorite villain was the the big thick, uh, German boss guy, of course, with the gold teeth, of course, and his name was Killa. He and, had to be thick, and he he wasn't <laughs> like a, a the actual actor is actually this big rip dude that does. Um, his name is Scott Atkins, and he does these like this other kind of European franchise kind of action movie, which John Wick kind of had a little bit of that feel, that European kind of yeah. vibe to it. And he fights this guy, and and 
John Wick just gets his ass handed to him the whole fucking time because the guy you think is going to be like this like fat lazy guy who tells people how to kill people you know just do my bidding for you and all of a sudden the guy turns around and he like moves around way faster than you think so John Wick winds up like fighting him and I, I just thought that guy was over the top as a villain I mean he was like yeah, he was you know he very was comic booky very comic booky and because he was huge but he also was throwing these like wildly yeah he was nimble super wild so he's like a wild martial arts expert the actor they just put him in this fat suit so that's cool yeah. in this fat suit and he's like kicking the crap yeah. out of John Wick and he's like what the fuck is happening yeah. but all right uh, so, so let's, let's give it a rating yeah. What um, do you think? I can go first. I'm gonna give it. Uh, I'm gonna give it an eight because it was Mr. What Critical I over here, dude. Well, it was really good. I enjoyed it. I mean, I I got it right here, you, Zach. By the way, okay. Do I you got, do you think that John Wick is the best action series ever? I think th- definitely. Am I like on an island? I'm trying to think of another one that makes me feel like excited to watch, and I can't think of one. I mean, I'm excited to watch John Wick. Do it all yeah. over again, to be honest. Yeah. There's not yeah. a lot of major, like, long-term franchises out there they've, for action. There's, like, the Expendables. There's Fast and Furious. There's Lethal Suicide Weapon. Squad. I mean, they made two of them, right? There's only two. Yeah. I mean... And it was, like, for, a remake. Now. It wasn't, yeah. like, a consecutive... I'm trying to think of, like, one... I mean, they've got, like, Fast the Hitman stuff. Yeah, Fast You know, Man. I mean, it's just, like... Oh, Transporter, I guess. Yeah. Had a few. Oh, oh Taken. Born. Taken. Born. Taken. Born. Yeah. Bonds. The I think there, I think when we, as we're listening, I'm like, there's a decent amount. Yeah, I I would say Born is a lot closer for me as as enjoyable. Um, I think John Wick's better than Born, but it's still yeah. I, I enjoyed John Wick quite a bit, just the pure violence. It's so, <laughs> it's so fucking good. Yeah, and the classic John Wick scene of like John Wick in a club. Like while the club is bouncing, oh, that video you sent us, that yeah. the, the, the and, security guy, yeah, like, is dude, anybody that's like this a unique John Wick thing, <laughs> yeah. and it, they do it in every movie where it's like gunfight, they're fighting, and everybody's just like, "Are you guys seeing this?" Like, it's yeah. a very yeah. Blade thing too. I feel like Blade's always in the yeah, night which club, is Donnie. Yeah. Donnie N was in Blade. He was in uh, number two, yeah. by the way. So um, oh, he's one of like their team. Yeah, he's one of the team guys with the guy with the sword. Oh, um, I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah. So I say John Wick is hard. I mean, the suit inventive thing was amazing. I mean, bulletproof suit, Kevlar, Kevlar suit. Fucking, fucking want that so bad, yeah. yeah. Scar. Yeah. Uh, all right, <laughs> I give it a nine. I think it's yeah. you know I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't really need to give more uh, detail. I I think it's one of the best series of all time. This is the best movie in the series. It's a nine. Um, what do we got? So first off, I didn't know it was two hours and fifty minutes. You yeah, we saw that blinks, dude. Jesus, blinks, dude. We saw that going in, and we're like, well, how long? Is yeah, it? bro. <laughs> and and like, I was like, it's over. Like, blinks. <laughs> Damn, that's impressive. All right, so uh, critic score. 94%. Damn, that's super that's high. Super good. Wow. That's uh, super high. Audience score 17. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, <laughs> I was about to fucking lose it. 93. Hey. 93. I wonder if that's the highest rated. It's well loved. That's I wonder if that's sure. the highest rated that's out a, of John Wick. That's another good night. You just hang out with your friends. You just go watch Hell a yeah, fucking dude. John we Wick movie. We had a great time. Yeah, it was so we had much a great fun. time. Yeah. Okay, uh, while Jordan's looking at this, I know this, John this segment's Wick 3, 89. John, okay, this segment's going a little bit long, but I do just want to just mm-hmm. finish on this. John Wick 2, 89. Okay, let's get to John Wick 1 first. John Wick, the OG, 86. It's the best one! Yeah. I fucking... Ooh. I know it's made the most money out of the three Hell so yeah, far. dude. Yeah. Okay, I just want to finish on this. Is Keanu Reeves the best action star of all time? Ooh. <sighs> I'm going to say yes. I can't think... Again, I can't think of anybody. Have you I'm, seen Drive? <laughs> just kidding. Can we Dude, end this segment? Are you fucking kidding? What's just the button? Right Paul there. Walker. What's the button? Uh, <laughs> Paul Walker. 
No, I mean, I think Keanu Reeves is. The I best love Keanu so much. Time. He's yeah. in so many good ones. Speed. We haven't talked about Speed. He's yeah. in fucking. I think he, Point Breaks might might be the best. I action feel like movie if of all somebody time. was like, like, what is the second best Matrix of all time? That's what I would say. The Matrix like made so much money too. Another I mean, Keanu Reeves yeah. series. So he best makes, action star of all time, which is weird because he's not jacked. He's just fucking. Yeah, and he's dope. not even that good. He's really like I love him. What'd you say? Sorry, can you say that louder? He whispered. I I loved him, (laughs) but I love him. I love him. There's a Keanu factor to it. It I absolutely do. Yeah, doing his own. He deserves all the flowers. So good for him. All right, we'll be right back after this. Hello, Hopheads. We just want to take a quick moment to shout out our friends over at Hops Geek News. Hoppy Mommy and Mash have a podcast where they drink beer as well, and. Turns out they talk about nerd shit. So if you're enjoying this, you'll enjoy them. Uh, you can find them on the Hops News platform, anywhere you can find podcasts. And I uh, think when we went toe to toe to them in the nerd, battle, and they knowledge. did. They did technically beat us, but like I kind of have a beef with that because they removed Jr., who's part of our team. That's like, true. So That's it's true. like, why would you? Why were? Why are we tying an arm behind our? Like, of course you and me don't know what we're talking yeah. about. So like, it's been story I got a life. beef with that. I feel like we need a rematch, and I think we should have Jr. Yeah. But it wasn't that bad though. It was close, it was closer than we than we thought. It wasn't that bad. That's encouraging. We <laughs> lost, but we, we we it was close. This was supposed to be an ad spot for Hawks Geek News, and instead it's just a, a fucking challenge. Challenge. <laughs> a challenge. We're throwing down the gauntlet. <laughs> so we'll Halloween see you back out there. Twenty twenty two. Matter of fact, don't even go fucking listen to this guy. <laughs> just, just stay right here. No, we love him. Love you guys. Check yeah. him out. And we're back, and we're talking Austin Reeves, Zach. <laughs> yeah, <dude>. Thoughts <laughs> Thoughts on Austin Reed. I think he's the best player in the league um, I think that he's 8 for 13 23 points right now No I think he came out of nowhere And I really feel like he's going to be an all-star He's got more points than LeBron James What the fuck He's going to be an all-star next season I'm telling you <laughs> We're watching the uh, the Lakers Memphis yeah. playoffs right now audio record, yeah, so. <laughs> We'll give you like the play-by-play uh, No they just ran away with it So Lakers are taking game one But we are not here to talk basketball We're here to talk Mando the Mandalorian. Yep. We are back with Mando Talk, and we can talk about a few things. Um, I'm, I, I, got, I got my thoughts. I, I honestly, I'm just going to come out and say I'm disappointed. <laughs> are you? I'm disappointed with this season, yeah. Okay, let's get into that. Why? Um, well, if you go back to our last episode where we had the first, I think, three episodes of Mando to talk, the first two. Yeah. Um, I think Zach and I both kind of predicted what's going to happen with this season. With the dark saber, with Bo-Katan. Bo-Katan mm-hmm. you reunite or uniting the two sides of mm-hmm. the man, like it was all pretty much laid out there, mm-hmm. and yeah, like frame by frame, we kind of called it. My disappointment is Disney's always been cheesy, and that's kind of you know a Star yeah. Wars thing as well. It's just a little bit of cheese in there, but mm-hmm. it's overlyingly cool because of the action, because of the characters, because of the epic story, the worlds. This season, I feel like has been the most Disney season I've experienced so far with Mando. And I, I want to go to the episode with the clone doctor and the former Imperial woman who's, like, being his friend and, like, trying to lure him to mm-hmm. get, like, the stuff back together. And that whole, like, episode was just about that. Yeah. She that might have been frustrating. That might have been the cheesiest episode of anything. Mm-hmm. The acting was really, really, like... Star Wars has never been known for its actors or yeah. its acting. That was the hardest I had to watch two actors kind of be like this buddy comedy God, whatever what action name? so you didn't like their interaction between the two of them i you thought like i thought the was... guy was really bad i thought he was a really bad actor and i thought that the girl was overly cheesy and you could tell something was going awry mm-hmm. the whole time and he was just falling for it um and then she ends up you know going full imperial at the end and 
twisting the knife at turning up the mind flare or whatever. Yeah. Which yeah. I'm like, this mind flare technology is basically brain surgery, right? Mm-hmm. It's like re-coordinating your mind and erasing memories. And like, there's, there's a doctor in there or whatever, like setting it up. And then there's like this former Imperial standing there. And he's like, all right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. You got this? He just walks away while this guy's <laughs> under this fucking laser. While his brain is getting yeah, scrambled. It's like, nobody's yeah. going to supervise this. And she's just like, yeah. Katie O'Brien. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, how are you going to leave it? Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. And I guess like, what do you think the purpose of that was? Like the, what was the reason to introduce those two characters in that episode? Like at all? Like, I think it's to show you what the what Moff Gideon's trying to create and the the, the reach he still has with the Imperial mm. that's like dis, disbarred, disbanded, yeah. whatever disbanded. Mm-hmm. But, but like, there's still agents. There's still hidden. agents everywhere under. And like they say it in the le- most recent episode. You haven't seen the most recent episode. No. It's Moff comes back and he's like revealing his plan and mm-hmm. like they're like we have Imperial spies at every mm-hmm. planet in this galaxy. Like we still have the the reach we need out there and yada yada mm-hmm. and I. I think that they're just basically showing what the empire is still capable of, mm-hmm. um, and, and like the direction they're heading. That makes in. sense. And and in the they most, sure did it in a long-winded way, though. It's to most, these it was two, so like, random. Like that was so, not even an episode of like Mandalorian. No, that was, like, following them in this like random kind of tangent episode. And the when whole good time. shows do that, like when The Last of Us did that, mm-hmm. it was in, incredible because yeah. the actors, the we story, we would walk away like just blown. Like maybe that was the best television I've ever seen. Right. This is what they were going for with that, and it was just I think a huge swing and a miss. I think that the episode with the. Mandalorians coming back to uh, what's Carl Weathers' planet? The one where they like kind of had their little new home base. Oh, Ooh. I'm not good with Star Wars names. Um, tell yeah. you that right now. <laughs> Whatever it is, like when they like the, all the Mandalorians come up and like take over the pirates, and like that. Thought, yeah. I think like, this episode's about to be so sick, and yeah. like, that whole battle scene was just like, ugh. I just think it was disappointing. Um, and like the the what do you think the Star Wars needs? Like what what do you feel like could have happened in Navarro? the battle scene? Navarro sounds Navarro. right. Navarro, yeah. yeah. Because I, I feel the same way, but I'm like, and I'm, I'm just coming off of John Wick. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I just, I think that I just don't love how Mando fights. Well, maybe. I think that he hasn't. He hasn't fought. There's so much less Mando uh, yeah. d- Din Djarin in this, in this season than any other there's, season. There's a lot of Bo-Katan. Yeah, and it's, a- it's actually very frustrating because you know how good Pedro Pascal is. Like, you know his acting's good. And yeah. he, he's... He's back to wearing the helmet 100%. So it's very frustrating. Which kind of sucks. Yeah, you kind of got your like star player just kind of hanging out. Getting his ass kicked yeah. when he's not hanging out. And giving too. up all the power and just like, and yeah. even with the even with uh, the baby, he's just like, don't go. Like, he's just, I mean, from a father's perspective, that's very, that's very nice to kind of relate a little bit, but still like, don't put him in the robot, you know, like just kind of. Oh, yeah, you didn't see that. They, they, they remade uh, that, that that droid you really liked from the first IG-11. season. Yeah. They remade yeah, him as like a idea. suit so they can put Grogu in the suit oh. and you can control him. Yeah. So Grogu, oh. Grogu can talk now with like buttons, buttons. and move around. And he's like, no, oh, that's no. sick. Yeah. yeah. So I like that idea. Yeah, that was fun. But, but also when they're like having the two sides, the two mm-hmm. tribes are fighting, the two big like leaders of the tribes are battling yeah. and then Grogu like goes in the middle and like pushes him away and goes, don't. <laughs> and they like stop like they're having knives each other's throats and he they like stop because Grogu said don't yeah like, oh that one word it's is like, like come the fuck yeah. on Disney like yeah. it's it's almost like um uh 2000s early 2000s sci-fi channel stuff you know what I mean like SG1 mm. you ever watched SG1 Stargate mm-hmm. 1 
and a- Atlantis. Stargate the movie is great because it's a ninety movie, but Fantastic like, movie. but the the t- they they develop a TV show from it, and it gets kind of cheesy. You know what I mean? The, mm-hmm. the the um they're in like these random worlds, and you can kind of tell even when like the battle scenes are happening. I'm like, man, this just reminds me of that SG one early two thousand sci fi TV series kind of going on, and it went away from being. The first two episodes were, were epic, right? And then it just kind of went into this, like, very, like... Reuniting of Mandalore, basically. Yeah, and... Which, which is, like, so predictable. Yep. Yeah, it was very predictable. Yeah. You guys predicted it. I mean, it was, yeah. like, over-the-top, easy-to-write kind of stuff. And it's 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 written by Johnny Fav. It's not like it's not written. It's just, like... But even when they hand over the Darksaber, it's fucking cheesy. How that happened was so whack, dude. <laughs> it was, like... <laughs> like I loved that Mando had the dark saber. I knew that he was going to give it to Bo-Katan. I mm-hmm. knew it. But like I loved I I, I think that I was kind of hoping that there was going to be like some trial by combat at least. Like if like live by the Mando code and instead it was like, well, it's convenient now for Bo-Katan to have it in this moment because she's trying to recruit an army in this moment, but she can't have it and the Mando's like, actually she can because he saved me when nobody else saw it, but do you believe me? And they're just like yeah, I believe you. And he just hands it over. It's like, all right, now it's your dark side. It was like, and she like so draws it out. And it's so dog. It's so anticlimactic. I think. I think that the two big pitfalls of this season is a the lack of Din Djarin mm-hmm. and the lack of him being a badass, and then mm-hmm. B Bo-Katan is honestly disappointing me as well. Mm-hmm. Like her edge is completely gone, yeah. and she's like this whole like noble leader now and has to take on all this burden. I don't know if they're going to follow me. I don't know if I can keep them from battling. Like, if Bo-Katan should be like, I don't give a fuck. They're going to follow me because I'm Bo-Katan. Like, yeah. have some goddamn backbone and have some edge. And they completely just disbanded that part of her character and now she's just this, this robot yeah. of lack of character, lack of substance. Yeah. And now she's supposed to be like the neutral leader. And it's just huge miss there. Like, yeah. have some have some character development because when Bogotan was like a rogue agent and when she was like the lead of this like the night and the night owls she was sick exactly like she yeah. was badass like it was like oh shit like she's like breaking the law stealing looting like she was like a gang leader you know and, and it now was like, she's That's all rad. watered down and, and now she's all like noble and she's like re-accepted the way she should have never accepted the way no she should have been like nah bro you guys are weirdos like and that should have been tension that right. they could have held through the entire plot but now she's like and the people that like are walking the way, the the Smith, all of a sudden has decided Bo-Katan can walk both paths. Yeah, like it's like and oh, it happened just sure overnight. Yeah, sure. Was- oh, okay. So like, y- you guys literally blew up Mandalore in a civil war. Like, there's the way, and then there's the people that don't follow the way, and you guys wanted, you guys have killed each other's families for generations, but you just decided in this one moment that you know what, Bo-Katan can just do both. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And then Bo-Katan's like, all right, red. And then now you guys are all friends? Yeah. It's paper fucking thin, dude. Yeah. Do the you, plot is paper thin. Do you think they changed the writing when uh, Cara Dune had to be written out? Because she was that kind of sidekick, too. I hated her character, though, so I wasn't mad about that. But, I thought she was I mean, do you think they switched character. it up? Cara Dune was the stormtrooper? Yeah, she was like his sidekick, right? I mean, she was the, the badass military. She kind of like paired up with Carl Weathers. At, at the yeah. Moment. She seemed but, to me to be like a character that they were writing to like... Pull in and out. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't think she was being written to be like a mainstay. I don't think she could carry it. She I think, wasn't I like think a she was tank. being, no, I think she was being written to be like a Carl Weathers. Yeah, because they, like they totally wrote it out, right? Like, she's not even, they because she said something or whatever the, the actress, you know. Yeah. yeah, they had some controversy there. Yeah, so I just, I'm curious on when this kind of stuff happens because of how it affects 
the actual writing. Like, they had these plans. It's not like Johnny Fav just writes this stuff day of, right? I mean, he's probably got years into this stuff, you know? And, like, how it, like, changed. Because a lot of the stuff that's happening in this season... It seems, seems very thrown together. Yeah, it just yeah, but seems it, it so odd. Like, that's, like, the thing that is, like, flummoxing. It's, like, we all, I think, agree that Johnny mm-hmm. Fav is, like, a genius. Or, oh, yeah. like, really good yeah. at his job, at mm-hmm. the very least. We know that Johnny Fav is, mm-hmm. at least, whether personally writing this or Directing. overseeing the writing of it. Like, he is, like, the showrunner of this mm-hmm. season and the whole fucking franchise, basically. So we know that for a fact. So how, then... Are we all three sitting here considering the Mando, all three like, this kind of sucks? Mm-hmm. How? What happened? Maybe they're running out of ideas. I don't know. Ideas, or maybe Disney's restricting them too much from going any edgier than they're Or, may, or going. maybe Johnny Fav's not him. No. no. It's such an... That uh, can't be it? I don't no. think so. That can't I, be it? No. I, here's what That's I, not an option on the table. It's, I think the Mandalorian has turned into one of these things where you're having, like, like for instance, they had some guest... Directors, right? Like, yeah, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, or I always get her name. I think they always do that. Like, they always have direct, like, These, different directors. Oh, Weather's directed a few of them. Yeah, so it's just like I feel like it's turned into this. Like, hey guys, the the writing and all this stuff is is already set for years, or maybe it's like maybe we had to change it a little bit here. But let's just get these directors who have no input whatsoever. You know, it's mm-hmm. like there's no creative. Uh, stamp on it anymore it's literally just this like it's like a sitcom yeah yeah and the the chug of money is already coming in regardless of how the show is doing maybe like, maybe disney too is basically saying like hey man cast as wide of a net as possible yeah like that's like it's the goal big. well that's always what they do anyway. i know but <laughs> so like maybe wide. that's what it is it's like you know yeah because it's like disappointing. what disappointing. what were the suggestions that we've made like you know bo-katan should have been you know, more resistant to the way the way should have been like that could have been tension that they carried throughout the entire show, which would have been really, really cool. Mm-hmm. But they just like totally punted on that. But that might have made it more adult themed. I will say the best part of the season so far was I think the last scene of the last episode. It's the big dude with the Gatling, Gatling mm-hmm. gun. He like they they get basically ambushed by the Empire when they're trying to retake Mandalore, mm-hmm. and all the Mandalorians are like encaged in this like two blast doors and then Mando is out by himself and he gets like kidnapped by Moff. Oh jeez. And (laughs) he loses the fight, weird. And he gets kidnapped and then can't remember the last time he won a fight. I know. And then the big guy, like they're trying to like break through the back wall and escape and the big guy's holding off them all and he like closes the door behind him. He's like, there's too many of them, just go. And he takes on like fifteen and all the new stormtroopers have Beskar armor. Because Moff's, oh, Moff's taking the Mandalore resources and making an army. Oh, shit. And so, like, they're, like, savage. And he's, he takes on, like, 15, 20, 30 of them and mops them all. Mm-hmm. And then, like, his gun's, like, overheated. He's done. He's standing there by himself. And then the three, I think they're blast troopers, whatever, mm-hmm. the all red with, like, the mm-hmm. big spears come out. And it's like, ha, 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 And it's like, <laughs> oh, fuck. And he's, like, pulls out his shield and his knife. And then they just fucking rake him and stick the spears, like, into him. And you hear, like, his guts, like, <laughs> Oh. So they actually like brutally kill him. Oh shit. And then it's over. Yeah. And I was like, okay, finally, some fucking like actual yeah. edge to a mm-hmm. show in Disney. Like yeah. that was like the best part, in my opinion. So I'm hoping the finale has some The last episode, yeah. A little brutality to it. But yeah. it's just been a huge watered yeah. down. It it definitely had like the way that uh the Boba Fett stuff, it's like Mandalorian took over. It's like they did that to yeah, Mandalorian. This season should have been called Bo-Katan. They just slid him mm-hmm. over to the side, which is, again, disappointing. You're dealing with 
Pedro Pascal, who's like a phenom now, right? Yeah. And but every- when when are you gonna have Grogu get to some fucking state next stage in his I was Jedi just power? That. That's like, like my that's my I know. next question. Where's like, I want him to get where a lightsaber. Is this going third with season's Grogu. almost over, and he hasn't done a goddamn thing besides be adorable. And yeah. He, you think he's eventually going to show some power? That's his. That's, that's their goal. Adorable. I, I get <laughs> do it. Do you think that's it? Like, do you like? What I are your not. predictions for Grogu specifically? I I mean I, I think it's to sell more Grogu stuffed animals. So <laughs> <laughs> hey. so if he gets too savage, the kids aren't going to like him anymore. Like, what are you talking uh, about? Just, I it, mean, it, it, Luke Skywalker sold more than anything, and he was a badass. Yeah, but not to the exact like Grogu has like a, a, a the ability to to be like a stuffed animal for kids. Yeah, I mean, do you, do you know what I mean? There's yeah, no Luke Skywalker stuffed animals. Yeah, like there's yeah. toys. I have I bet little figurines. You, we all go to Disneyland right now. Most popular item being sold. I'm going to Universal next week. Are you? Yeah. And yeah, we're gonna try and go to Disneyland this That's year. Cool. But uh, I bet you Groku is probably their most popular sold oh. item. Oh yeah. So I mean, that's yeah. a money in outside of the the movie and Disney 100. percent You know, doesn't have to pay actors or nothing. Just the the kids from Asia that they have to pay to sew the products. Yeah. It still looks like a stuffed animal too. Like when it jumped in Lizzo's hands or whatever, it's, a like, li- it's a fucking yeah, stuffed animal. Yeah. Like it's not a real, yeah. I, I, I just, I think he's going to have something to do with rescuing Din. I think he, cause he, he can like move now and talk mm-hmm. like he's going to have something to do with rescuing Din in the finale. But I guess like I'm talking like more like big picture, like is Grogu going to have his own movie? Like is Grogu going to have, is Grogu going to become a, a hybrid Jedi and Mandalorian? Are we gonna see like an animated Grogu? Series? He got a Mandalorian gear. He's been getting Mandalorian gear. So like they're definitely kind of pushing him in the Mandalorian direction. But or as Jr. said, is Grogu just gonna continue to just be like an adorable part of this mm-hmm. show and not ever gonna like grow into its own franchise? Because I always initially when Grogu when Grogu was first introduced and it was like Baby Yoda. I was like, this is the future of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Like, in my opinion, I mm-hmm. thought in that moment, this is what they're doing. Like they're building this character from the ground up to build around for the future of Star Wars and to continue the franchise yeah. with this character as the lead. Mm-hmm. But now I'm just not fucking sure. I'm, I, yeah. I feel like I, I'm so much less certain about that. It's rough. I mean, I think we want to hope for the best, which is develop this like even movie series or something with back to the lore of Jedi and Mandalorian. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel like a metal like a Mando Jedi hybrid like protagonist. But as the, the future of Star Wars being, would be sick. Being Grogu like with that hold, like if it's not animated, oh that'd be tough. He's just a little bit older. He'd have to be older. I mean it would have to be like a young Yoda. Yeah. Even Yoda leading a series or a movie would be tough. I feel like if it's not like a, a human as the yeah. protagonist. Yeah, you're probably right about that. You'd have to have like a young Jedi like Cal from the game oh, or something like that. Yeah. To kind of like they they're sitting on a on a on a gold mine. I know. By doing that. Don't by get the way. me started on Fallen Order. Like I I'm know. so they're excited. sitting on a gold mine, dude. Because like let Cal show up in a movie. Fuck yeah. When or even a trailer. Or when is that game the new one come out? I think it's soon. They pushed it back. But, I'm pretty sure it comes out this month. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna buy that. Yeah. I'm still yeah. playing Hogwarts too. I started picking it up Ragnarok. But yeah, I think that we're just all Unless the finale is just like some game-changing epics mm-hmm. episode, like this has just been a the worst season so far. It's kind of a lore. I, I've I've read some some articles about it too, and a lot of people are disappointed because of of how less Dingerin Dingerin is in, in the show, and it's like it's not a Mandalorian. It's not about. It's like just this weird. No, but if you're gonna focus on Bo, make Bo intriguing, and yeah. like they've worked, like they've worsened her character to the point where she's not intriguing anymore. 
And so it's just like it's like the Katie Sackoff uh, curse because every time she comes in as like a main character in a show, the show t- tends to take a dump. Well, she's not a very good actress. So uh, let's maybe just, let's, just, let's just put that out. I there. didn't put that out. I'm damn. Uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> Yikes! It's just it's happened every time. She's, it's either her or it's the writing. But either yeah. way, she's stiff. It, like, it's she's happened. Stiff as fuck. It's happened to her several times. Battlestar Galactica. Uh, the one uh, when they're living in like Wyoming, anyways. But she's like, as soon as she becomes like a prevalent, like or not give the, the Expanse writers the fucking Mandalorian and let it just go. Oh, bro, don't even bring up the Expanse. We can do a whole other segment on the Expanse. That, right that's the sci-fi show that works. Oh my yeah. god, it's so good. Yeah, yeah I mean, this is so just much. not working for me. So, yeah. yeah. Any any uh, any closing thoughts? Are we gonna give ratings on the season? Yeah, because I mean, there's fucking one more left. Four. Four. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna go for like a five point eight or something. All right, four and a five point eight. <laughs> five. <laughs> All right, that's probably about a four point nine. Four point average. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just just Not absolutely good. swinging a miss. Didn't and think yeah. we would be doing that. They did just announce Hedger. some Star Wars movies that are coming. Right. At I the, saw they 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 were gonna bump some off. It sounded like, but I don't know. Uh, yeah, it's hard to tell what they're doing now. I just I like I said. I just want them to do something new. Let's go into the future of Star Wars and tell a new story. That's yeah, it. I want to completely like revamp. Like, let's just forget the whole thing and do a new, new thing. Yeah, that'll happen. Disney, Disney will let that happen. I'm gonna call them. <laughs> get rid of it. Start over, you pieces of shit. Like, let's start over. Skywalker's in the last episode. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, because they showed a, a clip or like a picture of like one of the. I think it was Bo-Katan and, and Mark Hamill taking a picture. Mm. So I think he's in the last episode. Why would they use him though? Like, is he, he better not save the day? I hope he does. They always. I mean, why wouldn't they <laughs> use him? They always. I hope do. he does. Have you guys uh, uh, seen the trailers for the uh, Osaka? What's her name? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. No. Ahsoka I, series. I, I have no. not yet, but that's coming out until next year or something, right? So yeah, but they're doing that, which is like another kind of look back. It's not a look back, but it's within like th- from this time to this mm-hmm. time. You know, it's yeah. frustrating because you know what it's happens. <laughs> Yeah, they dropped like a, a list of all the episodes of Clone Wars you should watch if you mm-hmm. want to know what Ahsoka is and who she is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just uh, recycled Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Frustrating. Good it's... for the planet, though. They're going green. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> all right. Well, that's, that's our, that's our uh, enthused, enthused ending to this episode of how shitty the Mandalorian's been. But uh, say, something, so say something positive um, to end. There's a great show out there right now called Dave on Hulu. Oh yeah, bro. Uh, season three just I dropped. Haven't, I haven't seen the new season. But I watched the first amazing. episode and oh my god, yeah, still so good. It's so funny. Little Dicky, yeah, absolutely fantastic. <laughs> to watch so it. that's that's our highlight of this segment. Uh, Go yeah. watch Little Dicky. Isn't there a new season of um, what's that show you really love with the soccer? Uh, oh, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso. Yeah, the yeah, that's season. going in. Honestly, it's a big disappointment. Already? Oh really? I haven't started watching. This last it. season is Ted. Ted's not even Ted anymore. He's just got like panic attacks and he misses. His son. Oh wow! Um, you win all these awards, and now they. I know. <laughs> and it's the final season. Is it? Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Shrinking is a really good show. More with um, Harrison Ford, Jason Segel. Jason Segel, yeah. That's yeah. out. That's that. That was a fantastic season. It's from Bill Lawrence, who also made Ted Lasso, made Scrubs. Yeah. Okay. Um, so nice. uh, that's a great one. <laughs> is there any other good shows besides The Mandalorian? <laughs> that we're talking about? I don't know. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, well, go watch it, I guess, and give give us your opinion. But as always, please. Give us a rating, five stars, any review. We will put, give you a shout-out on the next episode. Um, but until next time, this is not the way. Peace. <laughs>